Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 204 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all earn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Dead Island 2, Coffee Talk Episode 2, Hibiscus and Butterfly, Minecraft Legends, and Disney Speedstorm. The games coming out this week include Smile For Me, Stranded Alien Dawn, Strayed Lights, After Image, Roots of Pacha, Ampersat, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle Special Edition, Mangavania, Neko Rescue Tale, Omega Strikers, The Last Case of Benedict Fox, Treachery and Beatdown City Ultra Remix, Tin Can, Bramble the Mountain King, The Creepy Syndrome, Ark Runner, Velocity Noodle, Gemba Tombe, Varney Lake, Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak, Nuclear Blaze, Sweet Bakery Tycoon, and of course, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Some games are now available on Xbox Game Pass and or coming soon, and they include the following titles. You can now play Minecraft Legends on Cloud Console and PC, Coffee Talk Episode 2 Hibiscus and Butterfly on Cloud Console and PC, Medieval Dynasty on Xbox One, Homestead Arcana on Cloud PC and Xbox Series X and S, then on April 26th, Cassette Beasts on PC, on April 27th, Blaze Blue Crosstalk Battle Special Edition on Cloud Console and PC, and The Last Case of Benedict Fox on Console and PC, then on May 2nd, the big one, Redfall, Cloud, PC, and Xbox Series X and S. Now into last week's biggest news story, and in a slower week of news, we have four to go over. Number one, your last chance to play Diablo 4 free before launch, Server Slam arrives on May 12th. Adam Fletcher, the Associate Director and Community Management of Blizzard, writes on Xbox Wire. Help us gear up for launch as we welcome all to venture to Sanctuary and storm our servers in preparation for June 6th. We're dubbing this our Server Slam, which will run from May 12th to the 14th. This is your last chance to try Diablo 4 before launch. Explore all five classes, discover your favorite character builds, join forces against the world boss, and in rewards, such as one more chance to earn the Beta Wolf Pack Cosmetic and the new Cry of Ashvana Mount Trophy. All this and more away in a brand new build, where we've integrated learnings and player feedback from the recent Diablo 4 open beta, including adjustments that will make the server slam more representative of what players will experience at launch. With a fresh start for everyone, you can grow your power up to level 20, and behold what horrors await in Sanctuary. Players will be wiped before launch, so discover your favorite ways to slay during Server Slam. Quote, we recently shared exciting news that Diablo 4 has officially gone gold, and quote, game director Joe Shelley explains. Quote, I want to thank everyone for being a part of this amazing journey and helping us create the epic next chapter in the Diablo series. Hope you all can join us for one final weekend of testing on May 12th as we solidify our server infrastructure so we can have the best possible launch when hell is officially unleashed on the world on June 6th. Come slam our servers and smash some demon skulls, end quote. During Service Slam, you can explore the early game of Diablo 4, adventuring through the prologue in Act 1. The entire first zone, Fractured Peaks, will be yours to roam, filled with dungeons, strongholds, quests, and events for you to discover. Play solo or co-op in groups of up to four with crossplay, cross-progression, and couch co-op on console. Traverse the ruggedest landscape and slay demons with brutal might, earning bonus XP as you fight with friends nearby. A fearsome foe awaits in Service Slam, you need to join forces to take her down. The larger-than-life world boss Ashvana will make her first presence known Saturday, May 13th at 9am Pacific. After that, she will be appearing every three hours to give you opportunities to slay this gargantuan world boss and earn your spoils. This is awesome and huge news as the Diablo 4 open beta was huge, and this game is setting up to be a big, big one this year. 
I played the beta, never having played Diablo before in the past, and I actually really enjoyed it. I'm not sure if I'm going to pick it up on day one, maybe have them iron out some more kinks, but it seems like I will be playing it this year. Number two, Microsoft removes game DVR Twitter sharing on Xbox and PC. Tom West at True Achievements writes, Microsoft has removed the ability to share your gameplay clips and screenshots of Twitter directly from Xbox consoles and PC's game bar, but the Xbox app on mobile continues to work. After a user on Twitter posted that they can no longer upload their gameplay clips and screenshots to Twitter from their Xbox console, Microsoft revealed that the function has now been removed for both Xbox and PC's game bar. You'll need to use alternative methods to share your gaming highlights, such as the Xbox app on mobile. In reply on Twitter, the official Xbox account said, Quote, we have had to disable the ability to share game uploads to Twitter directly from the console and game bar on Windows. You can still share your favorite moments to Twitter via the Xbox app for Android and iOS, end quote. No reason has been given for the move, but it wouldn't be too much of a stretch to say it could have something to do with Twitter's new pricing system. The social media's company new policy charges consumers a starting fee around 42000 per month for access to the Twitter API. With a price hike like that and a starting fee for simple integration with the service, we can only imagine that kind of money would be expected each month to have it connected to consoles and PC. I guess we can thank Sir Elon Musk for this one. It's not a feature I use, but I imagine a lot of people did. However, go use the Xbox app on mobile. It is a really great app compared to some of the other things the Xbox has, such as their PC Game Pass app on PC. Number three, Xbox is working on a mystery sequel that says it could take 10 years to make. Chris Scullion at VGC writes, the revelation was spotted in a court document that Xbox currently has a mystery sequel in development that could take as long as a decade to make. As spotted by Axios' Steven Tatilla, the game was mentioned in court documents relating to an ongoing legal challenge in which a group of self-identified gamers are trying to block Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. At one point, the document explains that AAA games can take a long time to make, using Halo Infinite as an example, though the length and cost of development is redacted. It then says, quote, for instance, according to one Microsoft executive, Redacted, a forthcoming title from the Redacted franchise, may take a decade to develop, end quote. It's not clear if this is a complete new game that hasn't yet been announced, or something players already know about, such as The Elder Scrolls VI, which was announced at E3 2018, and is therefore seemingly at least five years into development. Bethesda's Tad Howard said in 2021 that it was good to think of The Elder Scrolls VI as still being in a design phase, suggesting that the Xbox exclusive is still some years away. The case the document comes from involves a private antitrust action that has been brought by 10 video game players in California, New Mexico, and New Jersey. Last December, they filed a complaint in a federal court in California, arguing that Microsoft's proposed $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard could substantially lessen competition or create a monopoly in violation of the Clayton Act. The case was dismissed in March after U.S. District Judge Jacqueline Scott Corley found it failed to prevent sufficient evidence to support their claims. However, the plaintiffs were given 20 days to refine their legal challenge, and earlier this month filed an amended lawsuit containing redacted information from Microsoft, including a strategy memo and new information from the deal's chief opponent, Sony Interactive Entertainment. Another interesting story to come out of all this legal jargon with Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. It seems pretty safe to say that this would be The Elder Scrolls VI, and which was probably the dumbest announcement of a new video game ever. Everyone knew there would eventually be an Elder Scrolls 6, and the fact that Todd Howard announced that years ago in 2018 is still alarming to this day. However, could it be the next entry in the Halo franchise? Are they going to completely reboot it? Take another very, very long time to make a sequel? Who knows? Number 4. Speaking of Halo, longtime Halo developer Frank O'Connor's departure confirmed by Microsoft. Cat Bailey at IGN writes, Frank O'Connor is the latest longtime Halo developer to depart the series, with Xbox confirming to Axios in a statement that the longtime franchise director has departed after two decades with the series. 
Quote, we thank Frank for his numerous contributions to the Halo franchise and wish him well going forward, end quote, Microsoft said in a statement. Rumors of O'Connor's departure began when fans noted a LinkedIn update showing that he was no longer with the company. He began as a content manager for Bungie in late 2003, where he wrote the Bungie Weekly Update. He joined Microsoft Studios in 2008, which allowed him to stay with the franchise even after the Bungie split. He was a familiar figure among Halo fans, appearing in Halo 4 Forward Unto Dawn as Beamish the Janitor, and co-authoring Halo Evolutions, Essential Tales of the Halo Universe. He subsequently rose to the rise of development director on Halo 5 and Halo Infinite, frequently serving as a spokesman for the franchise. His departure falls on the heels of Joseph Staten, who joined Halo Infinite in 2020 in an effort to get the troubled project ready for launch. Staten announced today that he is joining Netflix games to delete the development of a new AAA game. As for O'Connor, his next destination is currently unclear. O'Connor's last tweet was in January and offered no hints of leaving Microsoft. Wherever he ends up, it seems that much of the old guard has left Halo, and with Halo Infinite struggling to meet its high expectations, it's unclear where the series will go next. Man, just a complete regime change for Halo. It's going to be a complete reboot at this point, whatever they do next. They've now lost Joseph Staten again. They've lost Frank O'Connor next. Is there anyone even left from those early Bungie days that worked on Halo? It doesn't appear so, and I'm so intrigued to see where they go next. Let's do some spin-off series. Horror Game in the Flood is what everyone has talked about for a long time. Let's get crazy with the franchise. Let's take a break from the main canon and main story, and let's just have fun with some games. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is about a game that never was. Credit to Cat Bailey at IGN. Former Star Wars Battlefront 3 dev claims it was 99% done, but the history is complicated. Quote, I feel like it's been long enough now to come out and say Star Wars Battlefront 3 was going to be legit incredible, and the fact it got cancelled two yards from the finish line is an absolute crime. Gamers don't know what they were robbed of. End quote. Former Star Wars Battlefront 3 developer Michael Barkley tweeted over the weekend. Barkley was referring to Free Radical Star Wars Battlefront 3, which was in development until it was cancelled in 2008. His statement came in response to a simple question posed at developers. Quote, Alright, hashtag game dev folks, what's your one that got away? It can be an IP you wanted to work on, a studio you wanted to work for, anything of the sort, end quote. Barkley, who now works as a lead designer at Naughty Dog, shared his own story and added, quote, gamers don't know what they were robbed of, end quote. This one really hurts. I loved those original Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2 games on the original Xbox, counting in countless, countless hours of Battlefront 2. I wish that we got to see what this game was, especially at that time. And please, EA, come on. Battlefield 2042 was not what people wanted. Let's go back to Star Wars Battlefront and do a new Star Wars Battlefront 3. Give me that. I want it. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, a weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I haven't had major time to game due to some personal things going on. However, I've continued playing with my Logitech G Cloud and really enjoying it, being an emulation machine, and playing through Pokemon Heart Gold. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Bros93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.